Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Does an orthopedic condition or sports injury have you sidelined? Make your comeback with GW Hospital Sports Medicine. We offer services from neck to toe, including care for shoulders, hips, knees, ankles, and hands. Plus, we're the official healthcare partner of GW Athletics, the DC Furies, and the DC Revolution. Get back to doing the things you love. Learn more at gwhospital.com sportsmed or call 888-4-GW-DOCS. Physicians are not employees or agents of this hospital. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Gallagher Chats YouTube channel for this new episode of The Oasis. I think our heart rates have just about gone back to normal after that uh, last 10 minutes against West Brom. Got a bit hairy, but normal service resumes as we travel to St Mary's to take on the Southampton team who've had a bit of an up and down season. Um, bit of a good, well, we'll talk about it in more detail, but they had a bit of a ropey start to say the least. Picked it back up, but they've not quite got themselves out of relegation fight just yet. Uh, joining us this week is Ben from the Total Saints podcast. Ben, thanks very much for coming on. No worries, Andy. Yeah, nice to talk to you. Yeah, same here. Um, so, I've said it's an up and down season. Would you say that's a fair assessment? <laughs> um, as Newcastle fans, I'm sure you will uh, know what it's like to follow a club for many, many years and be on a roller coaster, Andy. So, uh, I think, you know, whenever, um, I think Nigel Atkins once said, uh, Saints manager, you should never get too high when you win, too uh, low when you lose. But it's hard as a, a Saints fan these days. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been your, your sort of cliche roller coaster season just when you think they're sort of starting to look up the league. They uh, then start looking down the league again, and uh, we've got players that are in form, out of form, not injured, injured, etc. It's just been a, a typical football season, and having followed Saints for 30 years, Andy, uh, I'm sure I started with long hair, but uh, it's not as long as it used to be. So, <laughs> yeah. I think it's always a strange one with Southampton, because you always, your academy's obviously really well-renowned, um, but above that, you've had players like Mane, managers like Pochettino, is it frustrating that you seemingly lose all of these people and you never really progress? You kind of just go back to where you were? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is. I mean, the, the sort of sense of realism is that 
you know, 10 years ago, we nearly went out of business. So to even be in the position we are now is, is still very enjoyable. Um, I think we just have to appreciate, and it's like a lot of clubs, um, you know, outside the top six, you know, we're only ever going to be a stepping stone club. And I think um, what Saints have tried to do the last couple of years is, is stop themselves being a stepping stone club by signing sort of more average players that potentially would stay with them a bit longer. The problem we've got is that we've turned into an average team. Um, you know, that that's the issue. And there's mm. lots of them that are out on loan now that just aren't good enough yet. Guido Carrillo, Wesley Hoyt, Mario Lamina, players like that that just haven't stepped up. And the exciting thing about that sort of era with Pochettino and Koeman and Mane and Van Dijk and players like that is that we only knew that we would have them probably 18 months, two years. But the fact was that during that time, we were obviously very exciting to watch. So I think they're trying to sort of rebuild something under Hasenhutl. You know, they're very much um, got a, a project that they're looking to centre around him and what he wants to do. The problem we got a little bit maybe like Newcastle is that squad needs a massive overhaul. We probably need to change half the players and that's going to take three or four transfer windows to do. So I think at the moment we are just a run in the mill Premier League team, really. Yeah, it's it's crazy logic that really that in order to progress you have to sign worse players, but that actually makes sense, doesn't it? It's crazy, really. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Hassan Hootel there. I could not believe it when he wasn't sacked earlier in the season. Um, you know I'm going to mention it, but there was a nine nil defeat this season, which doesn't I'll happen take very often. Yeah, <laughs> nearly nearly a Premier League record. Um, I mean, what was that like? I don't sound yeah. like a stupid question, but it's crazy. I mean. You, you look back on it now and as a football fan, you kind of think that was the water uh, sort of shed moment for Saints in that, you know, we could have gone one or two ways. Um, there's some fierce rivals of yours that play down the road in red and white. Uh, we could have potentially ended up like them, plummeting to relegation, ending up in League One. Uh, we could have used it as a bit of a catalyst to, as Ralph Hasenhutl said, press the reset button decide and, and sort of rearrange what they were going to do in terms of strategy, mentality. Um, it was simple things like, you know, in that game we played five at the back as we had done for a lot of the start of the season. He changed to four at the back instantly. That made us a more attacking side. So it's helped us pick up points, Andy. But yeah, I mean, in terms of the manager, he's someone I've always been behind. And, you know, he's only been with us a year and a half. Um, before that, we sat Claude Puel, we sat Mark Hughes, we sat Pellegrino. You know, Saints can't afford to keep sacking managers. It costs millions of pounds, as we all know, to sack football managers this day and age. So they, they went to a lot of effort to bring him in. I think I'd revert back to the point I made a minute ago, which is this squad has needed an overhaul for two or three seasons. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, a lot of those players aren't very good. And I think we could have bought Marino or Guardiola in and they probably would have struggled with some of the players. So I think as a Saints fan, you know, probably like lots of Newcastle fans, I think most of us are level-headed and understand that, we need to take small steps to move forward again. We can't just finish in the top six by spending £50 million. That's not going to happen. So I think, you know, it was a massive, massive moment in the season. Um, I don't think there was really ever any doubt that the board would stick behind him for some of the reasons I mentioned, but it has proven a, a you know, sort of tactical masterstroke on their side. Yeah, I really like him as well, actually. He seems like a nice bloke and he, he's, he's got that good balance of being a tactician, but a man manager as well. What would you yeah. say he's done to sort of rebuild the squad up from that 9-0 or you know you saved your season really yeah he has I, I think he's got a bit of passion about him a bit of charisma you know we see so many managers yeah it would be unfair to comment on Steve Bruce but they're a bit for the Millers movie nights were once tradition now Sarah could hardly get through the opening credits not on that old couch but one day while shopping on qvc.com she learned lazy boy recliners had slimmed down a bit and in just a few clicks, Sarah got her Lazy Boy chair and a popcorn maker and a soundbar by Bose. And with one quick trip to QVC.com, Movie Night and Sarah's back were saved. Shop QVC.com slash podcast and use code QVC20podcast for $20 off $40 for new customers. This is shopping brought to life.
brave. You know, they're not they're not very exciting and they're a bit mm-hmm. sort of uh, dull. And uh, you know, and there's plenty others around as well. Whereas I think with Hasenhutl, he's got that passion. He's known as a workaholic. I mean, even before the nine nil, he was renowned for doing eight to eight every day. You know, analysing everything. I think potentially Andy he got too carried away in in terms of he started overthinking everything and he, you know trying to think about how they could turn the season around. But He's a really good man manager. You, you know, you see him on the pitch, giving the the crowd the the sort of the dance and the waves after the game, giving his players cuddles, all that sort of thing. And I think we all know that many Premier League players this day and age they like to be wrapped in cotton wool. They like to have the manager's arm around them. They like a bit of you, you know sort of sense of of well being that sort of thing. And that's what he's tried to do. So as I say, I think it could have gone one or two ways. You, you, you know, you look back now and think starting the the beginning of uh, November on eight points to sort of think that we are where we are now. It's been some turnaround and even in the history of sort of following Saints, it's still been a surprise how many of good results they've picked up. Yeah, it's been crazy. I think a lot of people wrote you off. I mean, watching that game, you looked like the manager looked sick of his life. Fans looked like they didn't want to be. It didn't help that it was absolutely tipping it down with rain yeah, and it was yeah. just a horrible day. Um, you obviously picked it up, but I've seen your recent results. Has there been another slump, would you say now? Looks like this is an important game. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, we've lost three of our last four. I mean, admittedly, uh, one of those was against Liverpool, which uh, not many teams pick up uh, points. But yeah, we since lost to Burnley and then, of course, uh, West Ham last weekend. Um, as I say with Saints, they never do it the easy way. You know, we cruised up to sort of 34 points about a month ago. You thought, great, a couple of wins we can enjoy, you know, get the flip-flops out, start thinking about the <laughs> summer. Um, realistically, we lose this game of the weekend. I know you're not at the moment in the relegation areas, but... For both of us, I think, um, you know, potentially if West Ham or Bournemouth or Watford, someone like that win, there's going to be a four point gap with nine games to play. I mean, that's nothing really. So I think there's a lot of pressure on this game. There's more pressure on us because it's at home and we've also got a tricky looking uh, end to the season. It's it's funny, you win a couple of games, the fixtures look easy. You lose a couple of games and they look challenging. And mm-hmm. I know Newcastle's run is not too bad. So I think there's a lot of pressure on Saints to try and pick up three points this weekend. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you say that, but we're an odd team in that um, you say we've got a good run and they're the teams that we should beat and then we never do. And yeah. then we go, then we beat Man City, then, you know, we get like, previous seasons getting points against the bigger teams. It's, yeah, nothing makes sense with us. It's funny that you mentioned that you're at home and the pressure's on you this time. Mm. I looked at the stats before I gave you a call today and I see that you're actually bottom of the home table. So yeah. games at home, you're bottom and then away, you're sixth, which is crazy, really. Um, do you think it is just a pressure thing at home or do you think there's something else to it? I'd, I'd say it's it's become a pressure thing. Um, I think the, the the more they've struggled over the last few weeks, um, the the more the fans get restless. Um, you know, we all know what it's like in terms of when the crowd get on the back and you know someone gets into a shooting position, then they got no confidence and they pass it and things like that. The other thing I'd say is that Saints are really set up to play counter-attacking football, Andy, and I think that's the challenge. You know, away from home, teams come at them, it leaves gaps in behind, and they've got the pace of, you know, Redmond and uh, and sort of Gineppo and Long and Ings and players like that that can exploit that at home. And I, I dare say Newcastle's tactic will become to sort of sit deep and try and hit us on the counter-attack. That's where we've really going to be the yeah, tactic. <laughs> totally, and that's where we've really struggled because we can't break teams down that do that. Um, you know, we've lost five games this season against two against Burnley, two against West Ham, one against you guys where teams are playing physical direct football and we and we don't know how to stop it. And I think that's the challenge for the Saints. So I think they've done better away from home because of the fact that they do get the opportunity to attack the sort of gaps that teams leave behind at home. As I say, lots of teams come and sit in against us and it stops us playing. Yeah, there's some similarities there to Newcastle. I mean, at home, our support is nowhere near as um optimistic as it used to be and there is you know it, when times are tough which they obviously have been in recent years 
you do get that where one misplaced pass and people get on the back. The players don't want to take the responsibility on the shoulders. We do have some players who will do that. So players like St. Maximin who don't care what the crowd's saying, they'll take the ball, try and run yeah. with it. I think your one saving grace this time around is that seemingly there's a tactical change from Bruce now. He's finally accepted the fact that he's not Rafa Benitez and he can't play five at the back, mm. which is we were getting good success from it at the start of the season because we were basically just putting a block up and saying try and beat us yeah. and getting lucky on the break. But it looks like now we're going to go to a more traditional four at the back. Um, so it might not it might not be as sit, as, as sit back and soak it up as it perhaps would be. Mm. Um, but I do like Southampton in their attacking sense. And one player in particular I really love is Danny Ings. Um, he's got to have been huge for you this season. I can see he's up there in the goal scoring charts finally. He's managed to go a full season, touch wood, without actually breaking one of his bones or pulling one of his muscles. I mean, yeah. how's he been this year? Yeah, I mean, he has been a revelation. Um, we're, we're not a side that, I mean, our goal scoring has not been too bad this season, but we're not a side that, take, uh, you, you know, creates massive amount of chances every game. So I think, you know, for him to stick away 15 Premier League goals um, is maybe the equivalent of a an Aguero doing 25-30 with a City side. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's a real sort of achievement. And uh, I think for him as well, you know, he's a Southampton lad, he's a Saints fan. As us, you know, a bit like you guys were sharing in those years, you know, he's someone we can relate to. We know he is out there running around with a Southampton shirt on and doing the job that we would all want to do and mm-hmm. scoring the goals and running off and patting the badge and all those sort of things. So it's not just, you know, the the fact that he's scoring goals, but I think the, the success we've had this season, Andy, has come from that pressing and, and everyone knows that Saints are quite renowned for high pressing and that very much comes from the start. You know, Hazen Hootel um, talks about it. It's from the start of that is at the top of the pitch. You know, it's him closing down. He's scored a couple of goals this season against Liverpool, against Spurs, where he's closed down the goalkeeper and, and got rebounds and things like that. So he really puts the effort in. And I think, as you say, you know, just most, most importantly, it's great to see a footballer back on the pitch. You know, he's, he's done his cruciate twice. He could have easily ended his career. And I think for all of us, you know, just as Saints fans to see him out there, Playing every week is is the most important thing. He's probably got an outside chance for England, you know, in a in a yeah, in, in a norm, you know in a normal world, fifteen goals and being where he is in the you know goal scoring records, he would. But the fact is, he plays for Southampton, and we're not a, a fashionable side, and that'll be the challenge mm-hmm. for him, I think. Yeah, that's a shame, really. I think Rash, the, from what I hear, Rashford's not going to be fit for the Euros. So for me, he's a shoehorn. He's been one of the best yeah. English strikers in the league. Yeah, um, and you could, yeah. I think you can put similar to sort of Jack Grealish. I think he should be playing for England, which a lot of people disagree with. But because he's at Aston Villa, he, you know, he's, he doesn't get the look in. But I think when you watch a team and there's a player who's the best player on the pitch most games yeah. or the best player for one team, that player is a great player. And yeah, you've almost got the opposite problem to Newcastle in that we don't have good strikers and your strikers are firing them in. I know you mentioned Shane Long before. He's gone through his, his annual purple patch of about four or five games where yeah. he's great and then it sort of goes off again. But, you know, you, you must have seen a little bit of Newcastle this year. Um, obviously, up front is where we're struggling massively um, with Joe Linton being the record signing, but apparently he's not a striker. Steve Bruce saying he's not a striker. I mean, how much can you do without a striker putting the goals away? It's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, well, uh, we're renowned for uh, hitting players. Um, you know, Sebastian Hallow hadn't scored for ages. He scored against us last week. And we're renowned for sort of, you know, whenever teams are struggling, you know, a team have gone 10 games without winning, they'll play us, they'll win. You know, a goal scorer hasn't scored for 25 games or something. So I'd keep your fingers crossed for the weekend and Joe Linton, Andy. But yeah, um, from what I've seen in Newcastle this season, I mean, I saw you at Sheffield United. I saw you, uh, you know, Oxford in the cup, which was obviously a tricky tie and you, you came through that. Is um, I mean, there's definitely... 
some flair in that side. I'm sure lots of Newcastle fans will chuckle at me saying that as an outsider. <laughs> but you look, look at the likes of Sam Maxian, you look at the likes of Almoron. I mean, he's obviously hit a bit of form as well. He scored two great goals uh, during the week yeah. at West Brom, didn't he? So I think... I don't remember, yeah. it was all a blur. <laughs> <laughs> it's all gone. Um, yeah, but I, I think it's a side that obviously there's vulnerabilities. You know, there's there's players that aren't maybe as, as good as some others. But I mean, you've got an excellent goalkeeper, um, certainly up the, the middle of the pitch there with Longstaff's obviously had a good season. So I think there's the sort of core of a decent side there. It'll be interesting to see obviously what happens over the summer with you guys. But I think, you, you know, results are the ones, the things that matter. You can play pretty football. Saints do that. You know, we played pretty football a lot this season and lost games. Ultimately, you know, there's a, a style and, and sort of way to get points. And, you know, all of us, we just want to get to 40 points. However we do it, we probably won't too, you know, mind too much. And I think, you know, for clubs of Newcastle, I mean, Newcastle are a lot bigger than Saints, you know, and I would always, uh, you know, adhere to that. But mm-hmm. both of us need to be in the Premier League one way or another because that's where the money is these days. And that's what is going to keep our clubs going, really. Yeah, I mean, that's the entire Mike Ashley ethos is that it's just stay in the Premier League no matter what. Yeah. And this is the why this cup run is so unbelievable to us, really. Yeah, um, yeah. What you said earlier about how you kind of raced to X amount of points and then it, it died off, it's similar to us, really. Mm. And we seem to have had an amazing start and then we're just kind of crawling our way to 40. Yeah, it's, it's a difficult one. We don't play pretty football at all. And I think what a lot of fans were saying, even when we were going through our purple patches, it's going to catch up with us eventually. Mm. You can only you, you can't be the lowest possession team in Europe for so long without losing some games. Yeah. And I think the the only variable has been really whether or not we lost the game or not. And it looks yeah. like it's caught up with us, which is why Bruce has all of a sudden said, right, let's try and mix it up so we can actually keep the ball and try and create chances. So what are you like defensively? Is that your weak point? Because that seemed... Seemingly, that's our strong point for yeah, much of the yeah. season. Totally. I mean, I think, as I said earlier, um, we don't like um, physical direct sides. Um, the likes of Burnley with Chris Wood, Vidra, um, Wolves did it to us as well. Obviously, they had Jimenez up front. They had Traore starting on the wing. We were 2-1 um, up in that game. They moved Traore into that sort of number 10 position and they beat us 3-2. We couldn't just cope with the pace and power. So that's why I think, you know, joking aside, I think that sort of trio of Jolinton, um, Sam Max. Now through June 29th, you can earn up to four times rewards points on your favorite products throughout the store at Safeway. Shop for items like Coca-Cola products, Deer Park Natural Spring Water, Dannon Light and Fit Yogurt, Mott's Original Applesauce, Heinz Ketchup, and McCormick Spices. And earn up to four times bonus reward points to use for discounts on gas or groceries. Visit Safeway.com or download the Safeway For You app to earn your reward points today. Offer valid through June 29th. See store for more details if he's fit obviously and uh, Almiron uh, I think we need to be really worried about them because we're not the quickest at the back we're not great in the air uh, we've got Jack Stevens and Jan Bednarik who are both still fairly young lads 23-24 so there's not a lot of experience there um, I would imagine Carl Walker-Peters will probably come back in at right back and then of course you've got Ryan Bertrand you've got the goalkeeper who made a, a bit of a howler at West Ham last week who's obviously yeah. lacking some confidence so as I say, I don't want to sound like I'm being sort of, you know, I'm cynical here, but I think Newcastle, I know their record at St Mary's over the years and at Saints over the years is pretty poor. But I, I think, you know, it's got to be a game that it's probably got a nil one written all over it, to be honest with mm. you, because I just think the way that the styles are set up and the confidence at the moment, Andy, I think it's the sort of game that could go either way. Yeah, I'd agree, actually. I mean, looking at, I agree with you about, um, I mean, against most teams, are not very good, but uh, we haven't lost to Southampton now, our last five attempts, so record's yeah. OK. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I think that is it is weirdly even though we're struggling to score goals the front three is probably the best part of our team it doesn't really make a lot of sense the problem we've got is that 
we get the ball in defence, we look for a midfield which is non-existent and then we fire it up to the strikers and yeah. Joe Linton isn't Solomon Rondon who could take down a 50 cal sniper bullet on his chest and lay it off. <laughs> he's, he's not that player, so that is the that is a way we struggle. But if you're saying you struggle with pace, I think that yeah. lends itself well for us. But the flip side of that, I would say if you're a high-pressing team, I think that's where we'll probably struggle because yeah. if you put any of our defenders under pressure, we can't pass the ball a lot of the time. And Sean Longstaff, despite the fact he, you know, he... He started off pretty well. Recently, he's been a little bit ropey, and Bentaleb's not really set the world alight either. So if you are pressing high, you'll yeah. be able to nick the ball off us, I think, and I think you'll create a few chances that way, which is why I was going to get onto a prediction. Um, I actually feel like this will be a 1-1. I think both teams will score. I think you'll you'll put us under pressure and force a mistake, but I think equally we'll get, we'll get a goal on the break, and I think it'll just cancel each other out. And yeah. the status quo remain the same. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, I mean, on, on our uh, podcast last week, that's the prediction I went for as well. I mean, we don't keep clean sheets. I, I, I think we've kept two clean sheets in our last four at home, but before that, it was two and 28. So we don't keep clean sheets, really. Um, I know you've not scored since January the 21st in the Premier League, so that's another omen that we'll probably help you with. So, uh, so yeah, I, I think um, I think there'll be a lot of nervousness around. I think, you know, you can probably understand Newcastle coming in. I think you guys, again, you can tell me if you're wrong, I think probably be happy to go away with a draw, um, you know, if we yeah, offered it to you yeah. now. Yeah, but I think, as you say, there will be opportunities. I think it could be a couple of mistakes that that cause the goals. But yeah, I, I think probably both sides will almost, to a certain extent, potentially cancel each other out, and that uh, you know would uh, mean for me as well a one-all draw is what I went for. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair enough. Right, that about does us. Um, thanks very much for coming on, Ben. Um, happy to return the favour on your pod if you ever need it. But uh, all the best for Saturday. Uh, absolutely, yeah, and to you guys for the rest of the season beyond Saturday. <laughs> thanks very much. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Cheers, Andy. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.